Welcome back to the Outreach Project family. This is Josh. This is Zach. I'm Garrett. What's up, Garrett? <laughs> How you doing? Welcome to the show. Wow. Thanks for having me. Are you honored? I, I am. Yeah. <laughs> this is like what the... You said maybe nine. This will be like episode We're 10. probably 10th recorded. Yeah. Give or take uploaded. posted. Right. We'll see. Pending, yeah. Depending yeah. on how fast I get on editing. <laughs> yeah. Work on that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, how do we know you? Why are you here? How do I know you guys? Well, we go to the same church. We go to First Church. Yep. Um, we've been youth volunteers for... This is a year been, and a half. Yeah, I've been about two and a half years. So okay. we, we've been uh, volunteering together for a year and a half. And you were a leader when we were a student. You're, so. Yeah, I think you guys are senior year. Yeah. I was a leader. Uh, athletic trainer? I work, yeah, I work at Columbia State High School as one of the athletic trainers. So nice. your guys' senior year, because you guys graduated, what, 21? Yep. That would have been my first year. Really? Yeah. yeah. So I started in 2020. So you guys were the first senior class that went through. So that's where I got to know you guys as well. And then the next year, you guys started volunteering. So, yeah. yeah. You started pickleballing together. We did. Big volunteering. That's right. Yeah. What's your favorite thing about pickleball? It's a good question. Well, I think, honestly, the uh, the community that you can be a part of, right? When I first started playing, it was at the Y with the older people, right? Nothing wrong with them. Good, good group of people. We but love the older people. Right. The community. Very you know, nice. They are, they are very the, good. The, the pickleball community in Columbia city is astounding. It is. I think and, it's just a good community in general. Right, right. But then once I started, you know, talking about with you guys and some other students and, uh, throughout the youth group, it, it you know, interest grew and we started going out after youth group to the yep. courts, some Sunday nights and playing. And then in the summer, summer it yeah. grew. Because yeah. Addy and I played in a tournament, like, our second time ever yeah. playing. Right. I had a dream that night, actually, that, like, we won the tournament, came wow. back big time, yeah. and then, like, I went on to be a professional. Okay. <laughs> I played a tournament with Drew, and we lost both our games. <laughs> Again, that's all right. That's why I retired. Have we won. Addy and I have won one tournament game together. Okay. Like, a, so. the whole tournament or just one No, one game. game. One game within the tournament. the tournament. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. But, hey, yeah. again, there's some good teams there. Very good teams. People I, come from Fort Wayne. I remember specifically. So this was Drew and, and Zach were playing, right? And again, a mix of people were there, right? And this one guy, I remember, I don't know who it was, somebody from Fort Wayne or out of town, was a little upset that he was going to have to play against two teenage boys. It's like, what is this? It was like a, it was a mixed tournament. So you're supposed to have, it was supposed to be a guy and a girl on teams. And right. We didn't know that. And Drew and they, Zach suck. They, well, they, they were new to pickleball. They let us sign up. Because it was like, kind of late. Yeah, later. Yeah, notice. they just let us sign up. And tell the rest of the Yeah, story. this guy was like upset. Like he's like, you know, and it's like, it'll be all right, man. Like, let's just, you know, play the game first. Like they you haven't even started playing yet, and this guy's already like complaining about going against two high school kids. Like, this isn't fair. And then I think the result We got beat like twenty to like fifteen. We got beat like fifteen to two, maybe. Right. Like, it was ridiculous. But all to say, yeah, that's a a great aspect of pickleball that community. Yeah, that I really enjoy. Sometimes community can be intense, but and you get intense in the games, right? Yeah, me and you, sometimes we get mad. Uh, I got to calm me down a little bit. You know? Yeah, and I, I appreciate intense. you for but that. But then, you know, once the game's over, we can know, laugh. We usually we can... leave it on the court. Sometimes. <laughs> right? Not every night. Most time, though. The other, the other nice thing about pickleball is, like, I think tennis is super, like, you have to be really skilled and a lot of experience. Where pickleball, like, you can pick it up fairly easy, uh, at least to be able to play a game, you know? Yeah. To, to be really good, you have to put in the time, just like any other thing. But you can pick it up fairly quickly and then actually play a game. You don't have to be Everyone the best can player. Play it. Right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Who got you into it? Your dad? Actually, my grandpa. So my grandpa had played at the Y. Um, I can't remember how he got into it. He would go there to work out in the mornings, and then somebody probably convinced him to play pickleball. And one morning I was in there working out or had come through, and he was playing. And, you know, I decided to, to join him and play. And then actually I was, you know – him and I were the ones I got like my dad and the kind of the rest of our family involved in pickleball. But yeah, it's, it's cool that, um, I was able to do that with him kind of in the summers or, nice. or on, um, cause I was still in college. So I would come home for some breaks like spring break or uh, fall break and we would go in and play. So it was kind of cool to be able to do that with him and then go out to eat after for lunch and stuff. So yeah, really that's who got me into it. And then from there, kind of the rest of the family joined in then they built the outdoor courts and you yep. lead the email list well i haven't haven't sent an email in a while but <laughs> here yeah, i've I, noticed i was in charge yeah so there's a there's a uh, a lady that 
you know, had started it and she was ran it well, but then she moved down to Florida. So <laughs> they're looking for someone to take it over. And I was doing well for a while. Pride, Pride then, Pickleball State. Oh, yeah. Play all year round. Big time. Big time. That's the big leagues. My parents just got back from Florida. They were in there for the whole month of February. And you can believe that my dad played about every day, sometimes yeah. even twice a day. Yeah. And I went down for a week um, a couple weeks ago, and I didn't play as much as he did, but you can definitely play a lot of pickleball down there. Were you a bit rusty? A bit rusty, but yeah. not, you know, uh, I did all right. Season's coming up. I'm, it is, I'm, I'm excited. Ready. They got the nets up. Really? I was really surprised. Wow. Time. I mean, let's go. The forecast is not looking good for pickleball, but we can play in the snow. No, but at least they're up. So you know, who knows? We get a nice day coming up in the next few days. Or I'm week. coming out of retirement. I think you should. I I got mad one time. Retired. It's past. Went it's, to golf. It's past me. It's, it's in the past. You can still MJ play. MJ retired. He came back. Yeah, he's not the goat, but. Well, we'll yeah, we don't talk, yeah, we don't talk about that. No one's here for your sports. I don't think so. I'm going to retire from pickleball. I'll stick to golf this year. That's all right. That's all right. I respect that. It's a, it's a it's personal a, decision. Exactly. You, you can make your own. Yep. yep. Yeah. So, Garrett, tell us a little about about you. More than just pickleball, what do you like to right. do? Yeah. Do for fun? Yeah. So, I was born and raised in, in Columbia City. I've lived here my whole life, um, other than a few stints at college. But yeah, grew up here. Uh, my family's basically from here as well, so I got a lot of family in the area. So, growing up, like having family close by was something that was common and, and normal, and I really enjoyed. Um, I went to a smaller church north of Columbia City for most of my childhood and into uh, middle school. Um, again, was it was it was great. Um, my family, most of my family, went there. Um, then some things went on at that church with some leadership changes that we felt like it was time for us to look for another church. So my freshman year of high school, we started coming okay. to First Church. That's kind of um, a fresh time to start. Yeah. Yep. Again, I knew a lot of people at First Church, yeah. and we knew a lot of people anyway, so it was just kind of about making that transition. But yeah, um, so family's a big part of, of my life and uh, continues to be today. Um, grew up playing sports and, and whatnot, so did that through through uh middle school and high school um enjoy hanging out with friends and doing things together pickleball obviously one of them but <laughs> not not uh not uh not exclusive right you know yeah. there's I, I enjoy bowling i don't play that often i think <laughs> zach and i went a couple of times um yeah, that's i've an, been bowling with it <laughs> yeah yeah um again not the greatest at it but it's a it's fun to play with 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 friends um enjoy Watching sports, watching movies. Not a big video game guy. I never really got into it, so that's okay. Can't really connect with with people on that. But yeah, a lot of your friends play games, video games. Yeah, but yeah. I want to hear about your college experience. Like, yeah, yeah. Not, you not, said a not few like, stints. Not like the specific like what college meant to you, but like where did you go? Like take, mm-hmm. take us through the trail of yeah. Garrett's college. Yep. So that is interesting. Yeah. So. Um, Probably my junior senior year uh, of high school, I figured out that I wanted to to be an athletic trainer and, g- and go into that. What made you think that? So, actually, the first career that I really remember wanting to do was like a chef or like a baker, <laughs> like really, like in middle school. Yeah, and like honestly, like freshman sophomore year, I took like nutrition wellness and then like advanced nutrition wellness like the next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whipping up some. I got, I got a question. Right. Yeah. Have you always been a grandpa? Wow. <laughs> no, I haven't. Maybe I don't know, but <laughs> but um, that I don't think even when I got in high school, I don't think I really wanted to do that. But that was kind of where I'm the first real career I thought about doing. And then I knew I wanted to to work in the medical field some capacity. I thought about physical therapy, um, and then but then being in sports most of my life, um, I enjoyed that as well. So when I learned more about athletic training and how it was like the combination of uh, some things that physical therapists do with with injury evaluation and rehab and then you get to be with the team on the sidelines um so that's a really good mix of those two so probably my junior senior i figured that out and then i wasn't sure where i was going um until like my senior year um, of high school i decided to go to huntington uh, university and at the time they didn't they didn't and they still don't they don't have an undergraduate program in athletic training so the path that okay. i was going to take was go to huntington for three years in an exercise science program and then they had a a feeder program into manchester university's um 
athletic training program. So it was like a five, uh, like a five year, so like a three two program that I was going to get my master's degree when I finished at Manchester, and that was the plan going into my first year at Huntington. Um, I was actually on the track team. I, th- I threw for them. I really enjoyed it. Met some really good people. Um, really liked the community that was there. I liked that small atmosphere. Um, was able to work in the athletic training room as like a student um, assistant and learned a lot about athletic training, um, doing that, working with some teams, traveling. But actually in talking with their athletic trainers, they told me that if I really wanted to do athletic training, that I should go somewhere where I can get my under, undergraduate degree in athletic training. And and then just with some financial aid issues that I was going to have the, the following year, um, you know, you get some of those freshman year scholarships and grants that don't always apply the following year. And it was going to be quite a bit more for me to go. So hearing what they had to say about athletic training and then kind of knowing financially it wouldn't be the most wise decision they encouraged me that, uh, to go to Ball State because they have a really good undergraduate program. And I was planning on going to that the, the fall of, uh, of my sophomore year, but because I decided late and classes were kind of already filled up, I wasn't going to get into good classes at Ball State that first semester. So I decided instead of taking some classes that I probably wouldn't have needed and kind of wasted a semester, I decided to stay at home and, and go to IPFW and take um, a few classes that I knew were going to transfer in to Ball State. So then that sophomore year or the spring of 2015, I enrolled at Ball State and started there um, and got accepted in their program the next fall and and worked through that. Had some really great experiences. Um, I was able to work for the the Indianapolis Colts as an athletic training student intern in the summer of my junior and senior year. Uh, That was a great... Both, Both summers? Uh, between my junior and okay. senior year. So, Did you meet Quentin Nelson? Actually, he came in the year after. I met Andrew Luck and T.Y. Hilton and Frank Gore, like some really, really that's cool awesome. guys. Can you yeah. say your lunch story? Uh, yeah, so, yeah, that's fine. So okay. throughout, we got there like right when um, when the summer started. So the uh, rookie minicamp is like the first thing that, that happened. So we, we worked through that. The, some of the veterans are there, but... Um, they don't have to be there from anything mandatory um, at that time. So after rookie minicamp and before the veterans and everybody else had to come back before training camp, there's a few weeks where um, athletes could go home and, and you know do some training with the people that they're familiar with. So the the facility there in Indianapolis kind of shuts down in, in some way. Like the kitchen staff leaves, um, a lot of the front office people are in and out, but like the athletic training staff and the equipment staff were there um, basically every day working with those uh, athletes that are doing rehab and whatnot. So what what typically would happen would be one of the athletes would sponsor a day or, or the lunch for the day and then one of us interns would gather the order and then we would go out and pick it up. So one experience in particular, it was Andrew Luck's turn to sponsor and we were getting, I think he really liked Chipotle and that was kind of a common theme. So we went around and got everybody's order um, and I was going to go pick it up. Well, he was going to pay for it. So he just said, Hey, go in my locker, in my wall. There's a, there's my debit card. Just go ahead and take that and um, go, go pick it up. So I was like, I think he had just uh, signed like that, like his huge deal. Oh, he, he was so, fine. He was rolling. He was, he was yeah. fine. Um, so this Chipotle order, was, yeah, was nothing for him. But <laughs> knowing that I had his card, I'm like, oh, this is kind of responsibility. And when I get to Chipotle to pick it up, I, I tried to run it as, I think I tried to run it as credit or no debit, but obviously I didn't have his pin. So they just gave me the receipt to sign. So I just kind of like scribbled a little <laughs> bit. The guy didn't even look, but just handed it back and took the Chipotle order and put his card back in his wallet and... Yeah, rest. And you said you've taped up Andrew Luck too. Uh, not, I not so much taped him, but I did do some rehab with him because they okay. were the athletic training staff at the Colts were really cool about as long as they felt comfortable with us interns working on the athletes or taping the athletes, and the athletes felt comfortable as well. We could basically do almost anything. Um, so there were a lot of times that we were involved in the rehab, uh, taping guys before practice. Now, if like an injury happened on the field, like we could be there beside the athletic trainers, but everything kind of has to You're go not through, the, right? Everything yeah. goes through the head athletic trainer anyway. So, but just being able to to have that, you know, ability to basically, if the athletes are comfortable, you know, getting to know them and then building a relationship with them. It was actually one instance I remember doing rehab with some with one of the guys, and then people were getting taped before practice and. Anthony Costanzo, the left tackle for the Colts, like specifically like, Hey Garrett, can you come over and take my wrist real quick? Like I was like working with a guy on something else and he like, Hey, must've just liked the way that I taped his wrist. So it's kind of cool. Hey. You, you build relationships with, <laughs> I mean, I had my wrist taped, but you're doing football and you did a good job. So mm-hmm. like, I appreciate you're not that. Anthony Costanzo. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but yeah, so that was cool. So yeah, so I did that my, between my junior and senior year, then came back and finished out at ball state. And I was kind of debating on, you know, what to do next. Um, 
do I get my master's degree? Do I just try to, you know, come back home and, and, uh, look for jobs in the Fort Wayne, Columbia city area. And so I decided to get my, to, to look to go to grad school to get my master's because obviously, you know, the master's degree is, um, you know, you get the advanced degree with that. But at the same time, I was able to be a graduate assistant athletic trainer. So when I graduated from Ball State, after I passed my certification exam, like I was able to practice as an athletic trainer. So I didn't have to get my master's degree. But Did I, you get paid for that? So I, I decided to. And then along with the, the, the graduate assistant position, you work at a either high school, college, wherever in the area. And you're, you get a stipend and then you get a little bit of, uh, of money as well and a tuition waiver. So it was a really good um, okay. opportunity. Um, so you kind of get that. Obviously, the the college in, in the master's level experience, but then to work as well. So then when you go to apply for jobs after college, you can show that you have experience on your resume as opposed to just coming out of undergrad and not having really anything. So it was really good, um, good program that worked out well. And I went to Illinois State for that. So I was at Illinois State for two years. And then so then the, the spring of 2020 is when I graduated from um, Illinois State with, a ma- with my master's degree. And that last semester of college, I was in talks with a few people around this area of some job opportunities. And unfortunately, that was right when COVID was hitting. So like oh. all the, ho- like the hospitals were have either furloughed employees or had stopped that hiring process. So my current boss right now, um, we were in talks and he said, there's going to be something available, but like, I don't know for sure right now, just given the circumstances, but if you're going to be around, like, you know, once that process opens back up, we'll definitely, you know, we'll meet up again. So, um, it was basically like, um, I had a job, just wasn't sure where it was going to be at. And then, um, one of the athletic trainers at Columbia city, who was my athletic trainer, he took a position at Carroll high school. So then that opened up the opportunity for me to work at, at Columbia city. So I was able to get, get that job. And I started in August of, of 2020. Yeah. So you're through OPS. Correct? Yeah. So the, Lutheran Hospital or the orthopedic uh, company FWO, and then OPS is a kind of branch of of the of the orthopedic hospital. There's okay. a lot of you, you you'll see like OPS like football, basketball. Like they do a lot of like they have leagues and training and, and stuff for athletes. But then there's also the sports medicine aspect um, in which we're employed by, and then we work with the FWO or the Fort Wayne Orthopedics doctors. Um, and then we're kind of assigned a school. They place you. Right. So, you know, Columbia City right now, we, we did a contract with two athletic trainers. So Lutheran would supply the athletic trainers. They signed a contract with the high school to supply um, those needs. And then kind of the way the hospital benefits from that is, you know, we can refer and we can, you know, kind of suggest athletes go see the providers at FWO. And then that's kind of how, you know, it's kind of a win-win for, for both parties involved. Yeah. So that's in this area, whether it's, High school, even colleges, will be athletic trainers will be employed or contracted through Parkview or or Lutheran. That's just the best way that it works out for even like I said, even some colleges. Instead of like PFW is one of the few that hire um, or have some that are hired by the university, but they also have some that are staffed through the hospital. Okay, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, and then with that, don't you also sub at the high school? Yeah, so I yeah, so I I didn't start that right when I started at the school in the fall of 2020, but it was shortly after. Um, they had a a program where there were some subs that were assigned to specific buildings in the in the district, and. Uh, Jennifer Reef was the principal at the time, and she had just asked if I'd be interested in doing that. I, again, was kind of on the fence about it because at that time, it would have been like, it was a basically like you were showing up every day, like you're at the high school, and they were going to give you either a classroom to be in and sub for, or if there were other duties that needed to be done, if there wasn't a teacher to sub for, you were doing it. So basically, it was like I was going to be there every day subbing and then working in the afternoon. So I was like, let me do this for a week and see how it goes. Because again, getting there, you know, at eight o'clock and then sometimes not leaving till eight, eight o'clock or even, <laughs> even nine. Yeah. If we have an event, we, you know, it's obviously a lot. So, um, I did that for a week and then honestly, I actually decided I didn't want to do it. Um, and then was kind of on the on-call list, but then I was like, you know, I, I can do this. So I decided to do that. So I've really been subbing for, um, almost two and a half years now, about two and a half years uh, when we finish up this school year. So yeah, I, I show, uh, basically, um, We'll look for or sign up for you know any position that I can, and just stay at the high school, and and work there throughout the day, and then obviously just transition right into athletic training after school. Some days you just sit in your office the whole day, though. That's how it used to be when we didn't have <laughs> when they had those permanent subs, and we had to be in the building, and there wasn't something assigned. I could just sit down in my office, but now 
we transitioned out of that and now it's like this on-call system where the teacher posts a, a job to our web to the app and then uh, us subs can can uh, pick the job what's the job well like the like, assignment so like mrs bechtold would put in she needs a sub for this day and then oh. it goes to this app that we all have and we get notification mrs bechtold needs a sub so then basically you kind of have to first come first serve whoever signs up for it but there's a lot of teachers that have scheduled absences that they know of that you know we can we yeah. can schedule out or if the teacher specifically wants a certain sub they can put in this sub um, as long as they don't have a, an existing job that's conflicting and then you can get assigned that way so really there's been a few days that i haven't had a position but for the most part it's it's usually about four at least four days a week if not every day that i'm, I'm at the high school yeah and your presence in the high school athletic training that kind of helps with your yeah. ministry involvement too right a number of areas that helps like obviously getting to know the athletes and uh the people that i may end up seeing in the training room or on the court, on the field, that just helps, you know, build the rapport and you, you get comfortable with, with them and they get comfortable with you. Um, because if a student doesn't get hurt, or athlete doesn't get hurt, we may not really interact with them much. Like there's a, lo- a lot of athletes that had I not been the building subbing, I may not even really know because if they're not injured, or they don't get hurt. They may not come, they may not come in for anything. So that helps with that. But then on top of that, um, you know, working with the high school ministry like that is a really great opportunity that I get to have, um, to continue to build those relationships with, with the students that we have now or currently. And then even some students that I'm like, Hey, like, have you thought about doing this or try to encourage some of our students to reach out to, to their classmates and, and encourage them to, to invite them. To and you group. can see it firsthand. Right. <laughs> and again, it just really helps. Um, yeah, just build those relationships. And then through the relationship, you're able to kind of speak into their life in, um, in some way, or even just model, um, by, by the way that you, you act and speak yeah. and hopefully that they kind of pick up on that and maybe at least the questions. And then, you know, from there it, it can really be really cool see where it goes yeah you want to touch on your high school ministry involvement yeah so i work with the uh specifically with the sophomore guys but also with the sophomore girls as well so there are some female adult leaders and then there's some of us male leaders and together we work with the sophomore uh, high school students here at the church and i've been doing this is my second finishing out my second year of that so we started with them as a as a freshman class and then we moved up with them this year as okay. sophomores so it's been cool to be able to see the growth that those guys have had you know from when we first got them as freshmen in the fall to you know now they're about to finish their sophomore year so it's really cool to see cuz again like you know, i mean you guys know like middle school is one thing but i mean freshman year is kind of that transition where they're some of them are mature but but freshman year is really. awkward man again there's it's, some that are really great and, and depending on how they grew up and their experience that they have themselves they could be a lot farther along and then some students again they're all over the place but we had fine. yeah we had a good group of guys yeah. but when we got into like discussion questions and small group time we actually honestly had Micah and i we started a stopwatch and like i said we're gonna our timer we're gonna go for 10 minutes like can we just get your guys attention for 10 minutes and then try to get into the questions and then the last like five or so minutes like we can just kind of hang out and then like we kind of incrementally um increase that time to then we're, we're getting the full discussion and then now you know again um just seeing the growth that they've those guys have have had throughout this past year has, has been really encouraging yeah have you seen the the group grow in numbers or so it's i think yeah i think we, i would say so it's 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 interesting because of the structure that we have where we have some nights here at the church when we're all together with the high school ministry and the middle school and then the other nights we're in these in, in homes of members of our church uh with just the sophomore class and and that number again varies we have students that are involved in a lot of different things yeah. and whether it's sports or academics or they have like you know dance or theater there's just so there's a lot of stuff that again buy for the, the the students time and again sometimes we have a good number of kids and sometimes the, the number's a little bit down but consistently we have a, a solid group that's there um and it's been it's been great to get to know those kids and then obviously the students that come maybe on a not so regular basis they they still feel welcomed and encouraged as well good how'd you get into that um, ministry so um I thought about like when I graduated, so I w- went through this youth group. Um, and when I graduated and was at Huntington, I was initially asked by, by Luke Deal to, um, to a- help with the middle school youth group, just because I was not too far away and still connected with the church. Yeah. I was able to, to, to do that. And I did that for a little bit. 
Um, and, uh, and then once I, you know, made that transition to, to ball state, it just, it wasn't, you know, feasible for me to do that. I would come home, you know, occasionally, but nothing consistently to, to yeah. be able to do that. So really it wasn't until I was, uh, till I graduated from grad school, came back. And then, um, I would say, yeah, that fall that I started at the high school, I started, um, with the, with the youth group. And it was more like later in that fall, so almost in the second semester. So really, like I said, it's been about two and a half years that I've been um, in the youth group in any kind of some capacity. Not the same guys, but um, yeah. but in the high school ministry. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. want to touch on uh, how you came to know Christ growing up in mm-hmm. faith? Yeah. Before, before you get to that, do you have any other in, other ministries you're involved with, like any small groups or anything? Yeah. So um, there's a young adult small group. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Older young adult. Not okay. the young adults. Not the, no, you're right. I was a part of the young adult. You were. I was actually one of the founders yeah. of that group. You're a founder of many things. I was a founder of the launch team. The launch team that we started with just a guy's group that kind of grew to launch team. And then, yeah, we kind of founded the young adult group um, when I was in college. So it was, it's been really cool to see that ministry just continue to grow. Right. And then obviously because of that and through that, you guys are able to do this. So that's really cool to see. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this, um, I would say, Again, there are some age ranges in that group, but we're we're at the top end of your guys's um, yeah. age bracket, right? And then there's some that are um, closer to thirty or in their thirties. So again, young adults, and there's some married couples. There's um, some of us that are are single, um, but we've grown. Uh, we've kind of been growing together for the last. I think I've been going to it for over a year now, and I think that group was. Probably I, was, I don't know if they've been a year before that or not, but it's been going consistently for for quite a while. And we meet on on Wednesday nights, and how when we rotate, um, different people will host, um, and then we, we kind of we share a meal together, and then we get into scripture. Yeah. Um, and that's really been cool to to get to know the people in that group better. Um, there are some that I'm closer with and serve with. Uh, in the high school ministry here at the church, and then there's some that don't go to our church, but um, I've gotten connected with and have, you know, gotten to know really well. And then there's just, again, people that go to our church that may not serve in the ministry, youth ministry, but, you know, we're able to connect at, at church too. So yeah, we meet every, every Wednesday night and that's really been cool to see, um, just the growth that we've had. And, and we, we just basically, we pick a book of the Bible and we just get into it and, and dig into it. And a new person is like a set few people that will lead and, and we all have this open discussion and just try to get into God's word and, and, uh, and just see, you know, how can we, what can we take from this? How can we grow from this and learn from this? And it's been really cool to see. Do you have to sign up for that or how do you get involved with that? Yeah. So it, because it's not formally connected with the church, okay. there probably isn't technically a way to sign up for it, but if you're interested, you could reach out to me. Um, obviously we have, other ministries in the church that if they didn't necessarily f- feel like they fit there, there's a young couples or a married couples group that meets on Sunday mornings as well. And I know some of those couples go to that um, okay. group as well. Um, obviously, you know, if they might feel more connected to your guys's group, obviously you guys have that, they meet on Sunday mornings as well. So, and Wednesday night and Wednesday night. Yep. So there, I think there's a, there's a, a growing number of opportunities for, you know, that range of students out of high school and then even as early as you know, the early 30s, right? Like there's a few ministries in those age ranges. So I think it's cool because, you know, you'll talk to most people, they'll say like that's the age where, you know, it's it's hardest to um, either to reach or to keep those gr- groups connected to the church. So I think it's really cool that we have multiple areas where those uh, people in those age ranges can can be a part of. Yeah, and it's open invitation to all of it. Yeah, um, we again, invite as well. So. Right. Yep. And you know, um, we've we've even seen some num- uh, increase in our numbers recently with 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 new people joining. So it's it's been cool to see that um, even though we've been doing it for a little while, you know, people are still Good. you know uh, involved and in, in wanting to be involved a part of it. Yeah. And so let's uh, go back to mm-hmm. you coming to faith. So. Yep. So like I said, I grew up in the church. Um, really as, as early as I can remember, um, my family went to, uh, big late church of God, which is a church okay. North of, uh, of Columbia city. And my, <clears throat> my dad and his family grew up in that church. So like my, my grandpa, I, I'd have to ask, but like, 
potentially he may have even in some way grew up grow had grown up in that church or early in his life so there's a lot of a lot of our family had been going to that church for a while um and so that's really again as early as i can remember i was involved um you know with with children's ministry and then transitioned to youth ministry and and didn't quite get into high school but again throughout that time i was involved and i remember um specifically i think i was around like eight eight or nine years old um one of my friends' dad was the pastor at the time, and he was uh, preaching, and he um, was speaking about, you know, inviting God into your heart or welcoming Him home. And I just remember like thinking that that was something I wanted to do. And yeah. like I remember like asking my mom, like, because he had an altar call, like you know, if anyone wanted to to come to the altar, and uh, and I remember asking my mom, like, are you going to go up? And like, you know, she was already a believer and like she, you know, she wasn't going to, but then I think she asked me like, if I was thinking about it and I said, yeah. So like we went up and, and did, did that. And then shortly after that, I was baptized, um, at Big Lake. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I think again, at an early age, like I, I came to know Christ. Um, and again, I would say I was involved, you know, for the rest of the children's ministries and then into youth ministry, but I definitely don't think that it was, um, as I didn't, I don't think I took the ownership, um, of my faith at that stage, um, of my life. Again, um, I was still involved in, 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 and did everything, but you know, kind of the ownership part, I don't think came till later and, and even transitioning into high school again, same thing. I was involved in, in that. And, um, you know, after coming back from a mission trip, my, my sophomore year into junior year, we, uh, started that guy's small group that would meet, um, every week. And, um, you know, through that we would we would study the the word and, and get into that, and grow in that. Still, again, kind of you know there, and I was active in it, but again, still like, am I able to sustain this or, or do this outside of the scheduled programs that I had or the the scheduled things that were available to me? That was kind of still that that process I was in, and I would say even into college, I think that's kind of where it became real because like when you get to college, there's those things aren't as readily available for you as they are in, in high school with, with youth group, right? Like if you want to get involved in a, in a young adult group or a church, you have to go out and, and, and seek and find that. And I went to, to church through, uh, through college. Um, and even when you live away, right. Okay. I, I found a church. Um, actually when I went to Illinois state, there was a church that was like just down the road from the apartment that I was staying in. So that was really cool. Got to know some people there, um, pretty well. Um, I was just talking with, I think actually last night at our small group with the, with the students, I was talking about how, um, I have that available to me with that, with that church, but I found myself at times deciding to hang out with the kids that were in my master's program at, uh, at Illinois state, as opposed to hanging out with those kids. Um, you know, whether it be like going out for, for food or, or bowling or whatever. And I, I was telling the students last night that I regret not doing that enough. Um, you know, growing and developing those relationships with, with the students or the young adults at the church I was at. And that's kind of something that I, I kind of battled through, um, through college was, um, I was involved, but like not super involved. Like I didn't want to like say no to the people that, um, I had classes with and got to know really well and, and good people. Um, and I still keep in contact with them today. Um, but I had an opportunity to, to pour or to be poured into by the group at the church. And I didn't take advantage of those opportunities as often as I, I should have. And even to, to, to this day, I can kind of see like how early on in, in my faith and then through high school, like, because I didn't maybe take it as seriously enough. Um, I'm kind of like trying to, to, you know, build that momentum and, and kind of make up, you know, for lack of better words, like for lost times in a way of like, you know, getting into scripture on a consistent basis. Like that's something I still struggle with, um, because I just didn't do it, um, as often. Um, so like, you know, people like Micah and Dave, like they really have been encouraging me to get into scripture. And that's what we're trying to do with, with the guys that we're with, because again, you know, um, that was something that looking back, I, I wish I would have, had better established because then now it's like, I'm, I'm trying to make this a habit where if I would have been doing it for longer, um, it would be something that yeah. comes a little bit more natural to me. And again, I'm still in that process of doing it, but it's been cool to see through this small group that I'm a part of on Wednesday nights, the, the people there are encouraging me to do that as well. And, and we get in it, it together. So that makes a, you know, the, um, 
the process a lot a lot smoother and, and it's helpful yeah what are you guys digging in right now in that group so actually we just finished going through the book of nehemiah and um and then last week um, I wasn't able to be there because of some c- conflicts that came up at work and I was, I didn't get off work till, uh, pretty late, but that night they, the group was going through, basically, we just going to have like a prayer time, time of like prayer. And, um, you know, if there was something that you felt God was laying on, laying on us as a group to go like a direction or a, a book to read or a, um, a topic within the Bible to go over, you know, bring those as well. And then we, we're going to pray over that and then pray for each other. Cause we did this a couple, it's been probably, I can't remember how long ago it's been that we did, did something like that where um, we had just finished a book and we were kind of in a transition. So we decided to kind of bring some ideas, but then also it was cool. We put a chair in the middle of the room and each person, or sometimes the couple would go up together and then we would all just, you know, first we would ask if there's something specifically that needed to be prayed over for that person or for the couple. And then we would go around and then people would just pray over that person for the need that they were, um, you know, presenting. And I'm pretty sure they did that on Wednesday as well. So that was really, and again, it's cool that we have those, um, those times as well. And so I think this next week, um, we're still brainstorming, which, um, which book to get into and in which area to, to, uh, to tackle. So I think we'll probably get that figured out on Wednesday. And then from there, we'll just kind of go like, usually it's like uh, chapter by chapter, um, get into, and some chapters are longer, um, and others are, are short, maybe able to get to a few more. Um, but that's typically kind of the, the, the process that we, that we go through. Good. Um, what are some ways you've seen God work as of recently or even earlier in your life? Just mm-hmm. ways you've seen God work. Yeah, I, th- I would say early in my life, um, I think just bringing people uh, into my life that could speak into me, right? Like um, role models or uh, mentors in a way. Um, there was a, a, an older couple at, at Big Lake that we'd have Sunday Sunday school with. And they, again, we, we got into the to the word with them and, and they really encouraged that. And that was really cool to see. And then through high school, there were different um, leaders and uh, people that again, like Luke being one that like intentionally wanted to pour into some of us guys through that small group. Um, and then, I mean, I would say Jeremy Marine um, definitely through that young adult group that we started um, again, you know, and, and Jeremy specifically, you know, just growing in our relationship together, um, you know, kind of through that time in, in my life where I wasn't, I was connected to the church because I was, um, you know, over in Illinois for college, but then still feeling connected when I would come home or, you know, through conversations over the phone or text. So that was really, that's really cool to see. And I would say recently, I think just that group that, um, that we have on Wednesday nights, like, you know, some of those guys specifically, um, just kind of pouring into each other. And then, you know, we're with Jeff Sikafus on Sunday uh, evenings, um, as well. So, you know, Again, he's got a, a lot of uh, knowledge and wisdom and experience. Yeah. <laughs> so learning from him as well. I mean, Jim Sittler. Um, I again, I, I I tell students I I regret not going to his Bible study um, as often in high school when it was available because he had a Bible study that met outside of Sunday as well. Oh, and really? I, yeah, I went to it, um, but it wasn't something that I I, I made you know a um, a priority. I feel like in high school there was a lot of things I was involved in and it's one of those things where you're just too involved, mm-hmm. you know, like I was involved in campus life, some and FCA and, and, and youth group and in that Bible study. So like, I, I wish I wouldn't have maybe been involved in so much because then you could go deeper in, in some of those areas. But I tell the students that on Sunday morning, because Jim kind of leads our Sunday morning ministry for the, for the youth group. And, um, I tell the students again, to like, again, take advantage of this opportunity that you guys have to, to learn from, from Jim because he has a lot of, uh, of knowledge and um, Kevin Jordan's another um, adult volunteer that is on Sunday mornings. Um, and then Valerie Guype just recently joined us. Um, oh. So it's really cool um, to, to have those leaders to, to work with on Sunday morning as well. You work with them. Yep. So there? yep. On Sunday mornings, the whole high school ministry is together and we meet um, the first hour um, and we just have been going through the Bible as well. Um, so seeing those students um, on Sunday morning and then specifically the sophomores on Sunday night um, has been really cool. But yeah, I think definitely those those guys in the in the small group that I'm a part of on Wednesdays um, have really 
tried to pour into me um, recently, I said within like the last year or so since I've been Good. going. So it's been really cool. Yeah, and some of those guys who just moved here too. Is- right. Yeah, I, I, I tell guy, uh, some of the, the – the people I've been in conversations with that, you know, those guys have kind of opened my eyes up to like, Hey, like, you know, these are some habits I think that you need to, to start forming and just kind of seeing their, their behavior and their um, like reverence for, for scripture and how, you know, the knowledge that they've grown from it, you know, it's like, man, like that's kind of the goal that I want to attain. Um, so kind of seeing those guys and, and, and where they're at and they've, you know, encouraged me to, to continue in that as well. So it's been really cool. Good. Good. What else you got going on? Anything? Winter retreat coming up? Yeah, this weekend we're leaving. Um, yeah. Excited about that. Um, we got quite a few students going. How many do we got? I've heard like 130. Maybe not quite that many. I would say probably like close to 120 maybe with, or maybe with adults we're, we're pushing that number. You know, but, by the time this comes out, the winter retreat will be over. You're right. It will be. Wow. Yeah. So everyone listening will be like, you guys are idiots. <laughs> like, that already happened. <laughs> but no. yeah, I'm excited about that. That'll be fun. Um, our and, first time putting it on Yeah, ourselves. right. Like we're going to Gold Lake Ministry and using their facilities. But yeah, we're, we're bringing the worship team. Rob's delivering the message. Um, and then some cool guys are doing the games. Uh, yeah. That's what I've heard. I've heard yeah. that. You'll see. <laughs> I, heard, I heard they're not that cool. But. Well, some of them are. Um, oh my gosh! Maybe maybe one of them at the end of the table, but I don't know. The middle guys, uh, uh, pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so we're all we're you know we're going to be kind of basically using their facilities, but then putting together our own um, material. Yeah, on our own weekend. So that'd be interesting. Be cool. I'm yeah. excited. I think there's some really um, really good high school and middle school students going. Like again, really. Um, great opportunity for them. I know some students. Actually, there's a few students in the high school ministry that are going to the winter re- to the retreat. That um, I don't even know if they've ever come to our youth group before. Yeah, um, like there's, 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 there's some seventh graders right. like that. There's yeah. I, we, I was getting a list last night. I knew like six of the kids, and the mm-hmm. other six, I had no idea who they were. I love that, which is awesome. Yeah, like, I'm really excited for it. And you know, that's probably mostly because the students themselves have invited. Yeah, friends. That's right? really cool. You know, some of us, like myself and some of the other leaders, are involved in the school in some way and can invite students, but it's really impactful when the students are the ones that invite them. Last night, I'll say a name, I'm proud of him, Riley Baxter. You know him? He uh, invited two of his friends. Yeah. We talked about belonging, um, and we asked them, Where do you belong? And they said, Here. Mm. It's like their that's first cool. night. It was cool. One of them prayed at mm. the end. Right. It's really cool. Proud of you, yeah. Riley. You're not listening, but. <laughs> So maybe someone will show you. And right. Yeah. That, God worked through him. That was, that was cool. Exactly. That's what, you know, that's kind of the goal is that, you know, we can uh, present and we can, you know, advertise, so to speak for the, for the youth group. But when the students are the ones that take ownership of it and you know, even the middle school, right? Like it's not just like the seniors in the upper class in high school, yeah. but like the, the middle school are also doing that as well. It's cool um, to see, you know, what's, what's next as a result of that. Yeah, so our time's coming up quickly. Okay, um, our time's passed, but we're, we geez. don't. We're time good. Flies. We're good. It's always. I, I like long episodes. This one. I don't like editing them. Mm. We'll get to <laughs> on this one. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, have you seen a full episode? Not a full episode. So you don't Sorry. know the closing question. Uh-oh. All right. I like this. Let's ask it. Uh-oh. You ask it, Zach. So, what is your dream vacation? Like, you get one last vacation. No, like, major um No monetary limitation. Yeah, no monetary nothing. limitation. We limit to, like, a month because you could literally just move somewhere and call that a vacation. Yeah. But, and then we, the only thing we ask is, like, you can't, like, travel the whole world. You, like, got to go to, like, one region and stay there. Who are you bringing? What are right. you doing? Where are you going? That, that's a tough one because there are places like not only in the U.S. but outside that I would like to go and probably would say that would be a place that I would want to go to. But at the same time, I haven't experienced it. So, you know, there are some great places that I have experienced that would, you know, would be cool to go to. But I've I've wanted to go. And I know you said not a general area, but like out west, like I've never been to like the Rocky yeah. Mountains. Um, I know like Jeremy Marine took a trip out there where they went, you know, in that area and, you know, seeing some of the national parks and, um, just seeing like that side of the country. 
I, I would say I, I've stayed in like the Midwest and South and I've even been up, um, in the Northeast, but haven't really been out West, you know, past like Iowa and, and, uh, so going out to, to there, I've always wanted to go to the Redwood forest. Like when I was, Ooh, when I was a kid, like, uh, yeah, I think that'd be really cool to go to, um, seeing like, you know, up in, you know, Oregon and, and Washington, but I'd probably say like through the great, uh, the Rocky mountains and through, um, yeah, through that region, I think would be really cool. But then like, you can't be going to Florida for like a month and playing pickleball every day too. So dude, you would love that. <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. You could go and play pickleball with new people over in Oregon. You could, you could bring yeah. a pickleball ministry to out West. You know, actually now that you now that you say that not out West, but I was talking with some students at, at school through passing period last week and they are tennis players. And I, um, they play pickleball with us sometimes, um, cause after youth group, but yeah. they've, they've jokingly asked or said that I should start like a pickleball club at the high school. Um, I said, yeah, you know, that would be fun. But, and then, but then they said, well, what if you do it like after youth group, like you could have this thing where you bring a bunch of the youth group kids after, uh, after Sunday night out over to the courts and then we can invite our friends. I'm like, that's a really cool opportunity, um, to do. And we kind of already do that, but yeah. to, to, to build upon that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, that'd be neat. would be we need a few more courts. We make that Aren't happen. Are they building more courts? I've heard, but rumor, rumor. rumors. But I'm not. I, I'm not. Hey, uh, get I'm not holding my breath. Mr. Daniel, if you're listening to this, we would love a meeting with you. Dude, I don't. We think, would. I don't think the mayor's listening. <laughs> we would. Just know there's a a lot of people interested in pickleball, and uh, I'm hoping that they build some more courts. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're going out west. Who are you bringing? It's a good question. I probably would have this. I don't know. Like I said, family's really close with me. Um, but then there's some some cool uh, cool guys that I've gotten to know. Like I said, through that small group. So I don't know. I would say maybe those guys because I've never really experienced anything like that with them. Okay. You know, um, I've heard of some of those guys in our group have gone um, Where on, was on a trip together. Costa Rica. Yeah. So like that was <laughs> that was kind of cool. That was pretty cool. So I go. I would say probably going with those guys again. Just like you know. Yeah, just hanging out in that aspect. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. You got any closing thoughts, Garrett? Uh, I just appreciate you guys asking me to be a part of this. Any um, questions for us? Uh, what experience did you guys have with podcasts or this type of stuff prior to doing this? Absolutely none. We went eh. We went to Passion, mm-hmm. heard, we've talked about this enough, but mm-hmm. we've heard a guy named JP, started listening to his podcast. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know, just, I want to fill heaven, man. And I think this is a unique way of spreading the gospel, mm-hmm. spreading his love, sharing community. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so just getting to know people and letting whoever views get to know them was my vision. Zach has a similar vision. Yeah. Um, Are you talking like production-wise or like vision-wise? I mean, I, I think both. Um, I, I, I'm not surprised the vision that you guys have for yeah. something like this, right? Whether it's podcast or, or whatever. Um, but I would say, like, specifically production and, and, oh, nothing. and that uh, stuff. I mean, technically, I did some, like, stuff in high school with, like, Wii right. video. Like, yeah. yeah. Really basic. You guys did some of that for Record something classes. on my phone, throw it on a Wii video, and put, like, a my name on the thing and like stupid animations right. or something. Yeah. I had a TikTok phase, but that we did. Okay. We did. <laughs> yeah. I, he, he I had, remember. He had an individual TikTok <laughs> okay. phase. That a, TikTok is down. No one can view we, that. We, we, Sorry folks. We had a golf TikTok phase. We tried to do golf TikTok. Um, I, yeah, there were some, there's some good videos on that. But aside from that, <laughs> no, there wasn't. I think I followed it. No, but we had to go to Sweetwater and we talked to uh, Quinn. Quinn. Shout out Quinn. He's got a podcast. I feel what it's called, but he's got a podcast. Yeah, but we learned. And we talked to that other guy, Pulse. Pulse. Tyler Pulse. <laughs> he's a rapper. Um, Four-way rapper. Sweetwater. Okay, wow. But yeah, we Fun learned. fact before you go on. I actually, when I graduated from grad school in 2020, before I started- no, before I started at <laughs> the high school, I actually worked at Sweetwater because I just worked in their their big new um, warehouse. Warehouse because huh. again with with COVID and like they were like booming because of all everything going yeah. going online, and they just built that new um, warehouse. And um, because I just like I you know I, 
for the next three or so months, you just need the income. And so I worked in the warehouse and actually got moved to third shift and eventually became an equipment driver. So I would, I would drive this big fork, not a forklift, but a lift truck where I would lift up with a pallet and go onto the, the uh, shelves, pull the amp, pull the guitars, pull the um, piano. So that was kind of cool. Did you meet Sirak? I don't think I did. No, you wouldn't know if you met him. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, no. We watched yeah, some, yeah. some videos uh, about him, but no. Yeah, that's cool. Sweetwater's yeah. a really cool place, really good people. Yeah, there. but we just... Yeah, cool, but though. we had no... Our, our first episode, we met with Elijah. He gave us a little mic. We put it in a plastic cup underneath the couch. Horrible quality. Yeah. Propped Horrible. up our a phone on some Bibles. <laughs> that video, couch. awful but we got to leave it up there. It's, right. it's, like it's the about the journey, to the, you know, exactly. to the thing. It's not the journey. We don't right. care about that stuff. Right. And now look where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Th- thank you, Jeremy, for, uh, yeah, for helping us out with this. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Hooked us up. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's really cool to see your guys's vision and, uh, yeah, just the, the platform that you guys have available now through this to be able to, yeah, really do some good work and bring some, some guests on and you know through their experience and your guys experience be able to to reach your viewers and hopefully yeah continue to to reach people we're hoping to get like rob on mm-hmm. some pastors yeah you know. absolutely we're planning some some things maybe with kale cool. going yeah. out there going oh, yeah. out to see trips. jordan yeah yeah we oh, yeah. go over to illinois to see jordan and ohio to see kale at some point right yeah. maybe yeah, take the equipment i've heard some good um, there's a lot yeah. of good things going on both at yeah. Kale's Church and Jordan Church. Yeah, because it's not, we're not just trying to push a first church agenda yeah, by any right. means. We've had people on that haven't attended. Mm-hmm. We're just trying to build yeah. Christian community. Right. The the, um, the big city church, not right. individual yeah. churches. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah, thank you for being a part of this, man. Yeah, it was appreciate really cool. it. Thanks for having me. It's really cool to learn some stuff about you. Yeah. Um, where can people reach you if they want to get connected to groups? Um. Just comment and yeah, look I was, them up. Yeah, one way yeah, is always we, to, we can do that. One way is always to DM us or comment or uh-huh. email us, and we can I mean, get I, the information out or yeah, or anything I have a, like that. A Facebook and <laughs> Instagram account. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll I don't def- really interact much on that. <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely link the Facebook. We can link no. your Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Well, it depends on which demographic you want to reach. We're not linking to Facebook here. <laughs> no, well, we want to reach no, you everyone. Can, you can just yeah, if if they have questions, they can reach you guys and then. Yeah, well, we'll get you guys hooked up. and Yeah, yeah, cool guy. Come join uh, any of the groups. We have many aged groups here mm-hmm. that Garrett's been really um, influential, influenced through the group. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's good for everyone. So, yeah. Yeah. If you guys have listened, thank you. It's been a long episode, um, but it's good. I enjoyed it. Uh, right, we will uh, see you next time on the Outreach Project. Peace. 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 <laughs> Ha <laughs>